Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla London, aka The Curious Girl. Now, just to let you know, this podcast is not suitable for work. It's also not suitable for anybody under 18. But the rest of you consenting adults, let's get ready to talk about my sex life, sex in general, and everything in between in explicit, raunchy, fun detail. All right, here we go. things about that encounter that were super hot he would do certain things and move my body into certain positions and and the way he would grab me and the way he would say like good girl or praise me for something it was really clicking into my submissive brain even people that I met along the way that I deeply loved like what if what if BE was the first person I met and it wasn't Titanic I may have just gone straight on to another monogamous relationship and none of this would be what it is. First of all, I'm totally, I'm skeptical of everything that comes out of this motherfucker's mouth. And know how to take action and go after it and get it. And I reward such behavior profusely. (laughs) I love it. It turns me on. It makes me way more sexual with you, like way more. Oh my God doesn't matter if I'm the dominant or the submissive. Like, I am fucking turned on by you. If you've never had somebody beg you from the bottom of their soul and being for release and to come, if you've never experienced the power in that, oh my God, you are missing out. Trust me, it is, it is something. Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I am Layla. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Oh, okay. I'm so excited to be recording this right now. I'm so excited to be sharing this time with you. Thank you so much to everybody that listens and supports the show. You guys are fantastic. I am always blown away by your support, by your voicemails, emails, questions, comments, wonderful reviews. It's fantastic. Thank you so much for making this show a success and keeping me going for seven years. I mean, really, that's the reason I'm still here. It's you guys. I wouldn't have done this. Did you know that? I mean, seriously, like (laughs) I would have shut this down a long time ago if it wasn't for you guys protesting when I was originally saying that I was going to shut it down. So thank you so, so much. Like really just so much love for you guys. It's really, it's just, I don't even know. It's hard to put into words that, you know, I've created something that you guys just have latched onto and love and enjoy and I get to sort of do this with you guys and, you know, you're my confidants and you listen to these stories and then, you know, you interact with me, send me voicemails, emails. I just absolutely love it. So thank you so much. I'm always so, I'm just, 
I don't think I can ever, I can't overstate it enough how much I appreciate my listeners. So uh, you're the best. All right. Did you guys get a chance to listen to this last Saturday with Kathy Kay from Strictly Anonymous Podcast and Y.O. Lee from Sex Stories? Oh my gosh. First of all, I love those two women, like love them. Okay. We we're quite an interesting trifecta. Kathy, I, I love Kathy Kay. She's your typical, she's like your typical New Yorker, the caricature that you would see of a classic New Yorker, but on steroids. I mean, she's even just, she's a level 10 plus <laughs> on the New Yorker scale. I love her. I just, I really consider her a good friend and I'm so blessed to, you know, know her that way. And I want you guys seriously really check and same with Wyo. Wyo is, uh, she has so much creativity and artistic ability and sees things in the world and everybody in such a different way than I do, but very similar, but different. And I, I love her approach and I just wish I had one ounce of the amount of creativity and patience and goodwill that she has for people and everything that she does. And I'm just proud of her and everything she's accomplished in her show too. So you really, guys, I'm just encouraging you, if you haven't ever listened to their podcast, check them out and subscribe to their shows and, you know, show them some love, send them some feedback. They're absolutely phenomenal. And the longer I do this, the more I just realize like what it takes for everybody that stays in this genre, you know, it's, it's difficult. I mean, there's, there's, I have, I have done things in my life that are, that take a lot of what I call just sheer grit and determination. And it's serving me very well in the podcast industry. <laughs> Cause it's, it is, it's not all, it's not, un, it's not all unicorns and butterflies guys. It's, it's, it's an uphill battle. So anyway, you know, I just, the more, the more appreciation we can show for these two very talented women, the better. All right. I know you guys, I know my fans and my listeners are amazing. Like let's give, uh, YO and Kathy K some amazing love, like show them how much you love that episode from last Saturday. Okay. Now guys, I want to do updates today and I'm going to do some updates, but I'm also going to tell you about, I've got, I'm I'm backlogged. So I'm going to give you like a a Nico story uh, at the very end here. We'll get to the Nico story, but I've got to do my updates here because everything's gotten so like there's, I have done so much. There is a lot going on and I feel like I've gotten the releasing of that information to you guys. When you get it, it's new, but I'm, I will have these experiences, these encounters or these ideas, like I want to do a show about this. And then it may take me a little bit to get that out to you. So, um, you know, because of scheduling and when I finally sit down and record it, the ideas stay there. The actual, obviously everything's happened. This is all in the review mirror now, these things, but you know, how fast can I, how far off of real time is it? Right. I want to, I want you guys to be just knowing what's happening right away. The best way to do that, honestly, since it can't be on this part on there's a delay. There's a delay for me getting you this information. <laughs> but if you want the raunchiest, most real-time current information, that would be the private podcast. I will literally, you guys, 
as I've mentioned, like I could be in some dude's home ready to bail the fuck out of there. But I'm like, wait a minute, let me whip out my microphone before I go. (laughs) Or, you know, I, I can actually just come home straight home from an encounter. Or sometimes I'm still in the car, like on my way home. And I'm like, I have to get this out. I will fucking record something in my car. This is not this is not about me. I I want like I want that experience to be memorialized as it's fresh in my mind and I want to be able to share it with you guys as fast as possible and uncensored as possible. And the best place for me to do that is my private podcast. So it's super easy, guys. I highly recommend you sign up. It is at thecuriousgoldiaries.com. Just click on exclusive up at the top there and you'll go right to the private podcast and jump on in. There's lots of content. It's I'm almost a year into the private podcast. And so I'll do content and bonus content and it's very fun, but that's also expanding the community. I know I kept talking about that. It is coming. That's going to be so much more content and so much more interactive with me. And I feel like that's a really good way to do it. Just where I can share more about myself and everything, just the story behind the story, stuff I do in my daily routine, every, I mean, just a lot more in depth. So sign up now before it converts to the community because the community prices go up because we're doing lives and there's a lot more content. Okay. Done with that. Now let's start with my first update because you guys have been asking about the guy with the, with the, with the smaller than average penis. Like, have I talked to me? There's been a ton of questions coming my way about that. Well, let me tell you, no, (laughs) I have not heard from the, uh, I have not heard from him. And I think when I first told it, I said, you know, I just don't think, or maybe I was very, I was really in depth about all the details with the private podcast peeps. And I don't know if I, explained it that kind of when I left, it was sort of, I I was feeling very awkward and I felt that was kind of coming across in a way. And like, as I was walking out, I just kind of did like the, and this is so awful. Like, I don't know. Why did I do that? That was on me, but I just did like the two finger, like over my shoulder. Didn't even look back. I was like, yep, all good. See ya. You know, like, (laughs) I don't know. Like I said, the whole thing was awkward, but that experience was weird in the, in the sense that his, there were things about that encounter that were super hot. He would do certain things and move my body into certain positions. And, and the way he would grab me and the way he would say like, good girl, or praise me for something, it was really clicking into my submissive brain. And I I don't mean in like, it's hard to explain to you guys because sometimes people will say things to me in in the bedroom in a, in a sex act where they're they're going into more of a a role play, you know, of something. So a role play of dominance. It's not like natural. It's not really who they are, kind of a thing. And and it's a, it's a, it's a feeling. It's like, it's really, it's a feeling. I had someone asking me, I was just going through my voicemails and someone was asking me like, how do you, like, how do you know who, what are the characteristics you're looking for in drama? Like, how do you know? And I was just like, fuck, that is so hard. That's where the art meets the science. It's, it's literally a feeling in your gut. It's the way that person, they're on a certain radio frequency and you are tuned into it and you're on it or you're not. And there was some just in the, there was a lot of things that he did in that moment that were 
while we were together that were kept like triggering my brain, like switching it, like into submissive mode. And I'll be honest. I mean, like that hasn't happened in years. Like nobody's done that to for me in years. So it, it was, it was kind of confusing. It was kind of confusing because my, you know, mentally I was kind of like, okay, I'm awkward. <laughs> what is happening here? When I saw the size of his penis, I, it, it threw me, it threw me because I, I just, I wasn't expecting it. And it's the first time I've had that experience and I'm putting, you know, I'm being honest about it. I'm putting it out there. It's not a slight on him because I, I actually don't care. You know, like I really, I, is if it gets, I don't know what it feels like inside of me. Like I'm totally like open-minded. <laughs> that makes sense. I just haven't ruled it out. I mean, I don't actually know. I don't have enough data to say one way or the other at this point. And that's why I'm totally would go there again. But my, so now we're, what we're butting up against is my just traditional, like my traditional modus operandi, which is you have to chase me. I'm the prize. I mean, I will not follow up. I don't follow up with anybody after I first am meeting them and getting established. This is the, these are the things that I do that where I want to see what is this guy going to do? Is he, does he have a dominant bone in his body? I mean, if you're waiting for me to follow up with you and set the next date or you're, you're not sure. And so you're waiting on me to give you some sort of signal or sign. You're not going to get that, but you might be confused by that, right? You might think it's because I don't like you or didn't have fun or whatever. No, that doesn't have anything. I am actually like sitting back and I'm like, let's see what this person does because I'm waiting. That tells me a lot. Now you might be doing the same to me. However, you're the man. So you just don't, from, from my point of view, I'm not saying it's right, but from my point of view, you won't get a pass. You know, I'm, I'm not going to all of a sudden make myself this aggressive woman, even though of course I have those characteristics. Of course I can do it. I'm not uncomfortable with it. I am purposeful about what I'm doing. And this part of the process is me saying, let me see who you are. I guess maybe, I don't know if it's a, it's, it's, and it's, it's not an ego thing. I just legit want to know, like, are you a man enough to move this along? Move, you have to do the heavy lifting on the front end. I won't do it. I just won't. It doesn't, it's not. And that's the thing. It's the weird thing. It's not indicative of how much I like somebody or don't like somebody. I'll just die in silence <laughs> over something. Do you know, but I won't be the one to sort of kick the can down the road or push the pebble up the hill. Like that is your responsibility as the man. That is your responsibility. Move this along or not. But if you're waiting on me, it won't happen. So that being said, I have not heard back from him. And I, I figured like when I left, I just, I just had this, you know, I was like, this just feels awkward. And so maybe I won't hear back and that's okay. That, that is absolutely okay. But I, I will say that because of my curiosity, <laughs> I am hoping I do because I totally want, I am so interested in finding out more about this 
this issue. I mean, it is, it's, it's fascinating to me because it's novel. It's the first time it's happened. It's, you know, for years I've been getting questions and emails from guys about dick size and it doesn't matter and you know, and mine's this size where you rate it and smaller. And I, I, this is a, this is a thing, you guys, it's a thing. Men are, there's a certain portion of men that a, a healthy portion of men, the male population, that does question and wonder about their dick size. I mean, I can't blame you. Like when you look at porn, it's all about big dicks, big dicks, big dicks, right? I don't know. Like I said, I have very, I have a lot of small sex toys. They're not big in stature, but they still pack a punch, right? So it just depends on how you're using it. And I think also whether you're that person's dick type. So I'm not married to a guy having to have a certain amount, a certain size. And I'm actually even more fascinated and more interested and more enthralled at this point now by somebody that has a smaller than average one, because this is new and novel. And therefore it's almost like a ground level opportunity for this guy. He should get in on this because he, that's his lane. Like he has, he's going to stand out above everybody else because of this unique and fascinating feature that I would like to explore more and find out more about. I don't really know that it's a deterrent or not. I don't know. So when there's an unanswered question, that's where my mind fixates and covexes and, you know, and that's where you get me, you know, like you have to, like I'm hooked because of that. And also not only because of that, I mean, just to his credit, he, everything else was perfectly lovely and, you know, he's hot and sexy and... And then, like I said, he was doing these other, like confusing my brain here, like in the moment I was like, I didn't know which way to go. I'm like, oh my God, it's the way, wait, 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 that doesn't look like what I'm used to. And then, but then he was doing these other things and I'm like, whoa, whoa, holy shit, your body's reacting to this guy. So we'll see. And you know, if he, if he just totally like doesn't ever reach out again, I'm okay with that too. Like it's not going to hurt my ego, but I do hope, you know, I, I want to, I, I, I want to delve deeper here. I really, really do. I mean, I don't know if I'm going to get that opportunity, but it would, I would like to. And I did get a ball sucking bruise for this guy, like literally got a bruise on my face that I've never had before because I was sucking his balls with such fervor. <laughs> and passion. <laughs> and I wanted to do a good job and that I that I gave myself a bruise on the side of my mouth with the suction power, my suction abilities. I don't know. That's like that's talent right there. I feel I feel good about that. Okay, let's move on to Jack and Jill. Hello beautiful people. I'm here to talk about something that can truly revolutionize your life. Have you ever wished you could have access to pleasure-based sex education right in the comfort of your bedroom? Well, your wish is about to come true with Beducated. Beducated offers over 100 online courses from the world's top experts, bringing you the best techniques and skills to enhance your love life. Whether you're single in a relationship, no matter your sexual orientation or gender, Beducated is a safe space for all. Try some of my personal favorite courses on Beducated, like how to make your partner squirt, prostate massage, and all the ways to pleasure a penis. You can master new techniques, reignite the spark in your relationship, and build confidence to explore new depths of pleasure. So why buy more stuff when you can invest in your sex life instead? 
Try all Beducated courses for one day free. You won't get charged for the first 24 hours and you can cancel at any time. No risk with a 14-day money-back guarantee. Get 60% off the yearly pass with my coupon code CURIOUS. Invest in your love life and join Beducated now for just $6.66 per month. By the way, you can also gift your loved ones a personalized Beducated gift card. So what are you waiting for? Click on the link in the show notes and use the coupon code CURIOUS and join the Beducated family today. Remember, it's not just about having great sex. It's about being Beducated. Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating well with dinners that work for you, not the other way around. Celebrate your best summer with seasonal recipes featuring certified organic fruits and vegetables, organic cage-free eggs, and sustainably sourced seafood. You'll love these crave-worthy meals that support your healthy lifestyle and taste great too. Bring more flavor to your table this summer. I had one of their flatbread pizzas the other night and it was so fresh and yummy. Oh my gosh, total heaven in my mouth. Fill your best with nutritional approved recipes, including meals under 700 calories, high protein meals with at least 50 grams of protein per serving, and flavorful plant-rich vegan and vegetarian meals featuring certified organic produce, good-for-you grains, and plant-based proteins. Now choose from 50-plus weekly menu and market items with the option to mix and match meals in the same box without changing your plan. Get everything you need at Green Market, our one-stop shop for quick breakfasts, brunch kits, wholesome lunches, and more you can easily add on to your weekly order. Go to greenchef.com slash curiousgirl60 and use code curiousgirl60 to get 60% off plus free shipping. Again, just go to greenchef.com slash curiousgirl60 and use code curiousgirl60 to get 60% off plus free shipping. Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. Everybody's asking me like, what's going on with your throuple? I'm sad. Have you guys disbanded? I'm not hearing any more about it. Okay, yes, there is a there is there is another Jack and Jill episode coming out because I haven't talked about all of our encounters. But I'll preempt it by saying that we're sort of in a transitional phase, I guess would be the good way to put it. Um and I'm not sure. I'm not sure what's going on. So I went over to see Jack and Jill, and right now so Jill is just booming, growing her business. She's like, and she's a fucking boss bitch. Like I love her. I mean, so proud of her. She's growing her business and really kicking ass. And so that's taking a lot of her time, but she also, you know, once we all three started having sex, um, she was getting, you know, having just reactions, I think, cause there's another pussy and, you know, we all have, our vaginas are very sensitive. <laughs> they just, they pick up on all kinds of, you know, just the bacteria, all this stuff. Anyway, don't, not trying to gross anybody out, but this is just the way it is. And when you have a partner that's sticking his dick in her and then sticking her dick in, sticking his dick in me, and then, you know, back, just, we're, we're, we're getting all kind of crazy and doing everything. And we get our, our bacteria are healthy, you know, like things get off, things get off. And so she, things kept getting kind of off for her, but then she also went to the doctor and she realized she had a fibroid. So she's a fibroid and basically she's dialing back right now from, from the, the thruple and, you know, Jack and I can have sex and stuff, but I really want to be in a thruple. Like this is, this is what, I want it. I appreciate what I appreciate so much about them is their very, I guess, high level of 
intelligence for each other, for having done a lot of work, both personally, uh, knowing who they are, what they want. And they're very, first of all, they're a very sexy couple, but the, the openness and the just self-mastery that each one of them exhibits is super sexy. And so, and everybody, and I just, it, it's, it's been so, aside from the, just the hot sexiness, it's, it's sexy on the intellectual side too. Even when, even when things are sort of changing and morphing, and I'm not even really sure what direction that's going at this point, but there, we're, we're kind of taking a bit of a break and that could be that that was that and that's all that happens or we go back to it but it's 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 a bit like right now it's sort of a it's a transitional time i'm not sure where it's going but whichever way it lands everything is a okay and they are i'm so glad really literally i'll always be glad that they were my first couple because they really did it right. And they really set the stage right for this stuff. And, you know, it's kind of like when I was way, way, way back in the beginning, when I was trying to find a good dominant and somebody who would sort of shepherd me safely into the world of BDSM, I needed somebody that wasn't a fucking idiot <laughs> and wasn't a dingling. And it's, it's all kind of debatable whether or not I went the proper route, but this is very similar in the sense that they, Jack and Jill have their shit together. And I never, I never felt like just an accessory or something that was trying to solve a problem between two people who weren't communicating well, or their sex life wasn't exciting and thrilling enough. And that was never the case. And I always felt like an equal partner and I always feel like an equal partner. And that and a, and a friend and like somebody that they wanted to hang out with. And that is important. That is important. I don't just want hookups. I can get fucking hookups super easy. My, right now, I literally, this is awful. Like right now, like on one dating app, I've got 21 conversations going in one week. And that's the only people that I've actually said, yes, I'll have a conversation with because it's permission-based. There's thousands of people that I haven't even a looked at, gotten to, or said yes to yet. And that's not me pissing on my own porch with that. That's just what's out there. You guys like females in the dating on the dating apps, we dominate because men, there's so many more men. That's the way it is. The more I've gotten into this, the more I've like looked up statistics and things like that. And I, geez, I feel bad for the guys. It's, it's a much harder road more. I think what I was looking at some statistics said that 60% of men, no, no, I'm sorry. 90 it was like 95% of men will swipe. Is it swipe right or left? Whatever it is for the yes, swipe right. Three to 5% of women are swiping right. That means because they're just bombarded. So I honestly think, I think the guys know this. I, I I'm not taking, I don't take, I'm not flattered necessarily by those numbers of this volume of, and that's, it's down. I mean, it was the more I travel around when I go down, down South in Florida, like all of a sudden, if you're in an area, then 
the app's picking up on boom, 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 boom. <laughs> She's like, right. And then you're getting all these other pings, ping, ping, ping. When I, you know, when I'm more, I move around, it'll jump up like it'll jump up by 500 just in a couple of days. It's bizarre. It's really bizarre. Now, again, I don't believe that people are sitting there actually looking and reading and all that stuff. I think they see one picture and they're just like, boom. Yes. It's, I think it's a, it's, it's like a nanosecond, just like, 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 like. And then if I like them, then they'll, then they'll look and say, well, let me see who this person really is. Like, I, I'm not, that's why I don't, I don't, this stuff doesn't go to my head. I'm not thinking I'm so fantastic or wonderful and everybody's after me. No, although I am fantastic and wonderful and every, everybody should be after me. Why not? <laughs> I'm actually, I'm actually a lot of fun, but anyway, guys, back to Jack and Jill. I, I don't know what's going on with that right now. Honestly, I don't know. And I don't, I don't know that maybe they know and haven't told me, or maybe there's a, you know, a, a different vote going on in their camp. I don't know, but I feel like it's still just, it's still wide open and we'll see what happens. And no matter what, I'm always going to be grateful and thankful for them and that they were my first couple. Like that was that was meant to be. That was really just how it should be. I could, I could have been such a turnoff by being with different people with different agendas. And so I feel very, feel very glad about that and thankful, you know, like I said, to not have gotten sucked up with some ding-dongs. Now, speaking of ding-dongs, I do have a ding-dong story. Master ding-dong story. Oh my God. Since it's just updates, I'm just lobbing lobbing, uh, truth bombs out there. <laughs> you guys know, I think I mentioned, and I hope I did. I see sometimes I'll, I'll be honest with you. Sometimes I get confused. Like, did I talk about the stuff on the private podcast and not on the public podcast? I do get a little confused. There is information I only talk about on the private podcast. And so like, literally that is the place to go for all the deets. If you want the tea, there it is. Okay. But I'm not sure if I mentioned that uh, Titanic has been circling back around. My relationship with Titanic is a, a love-hate thing, right? I love him because literally he was the first person that kicked off this whole entire Curious Girl Diaries podcast. And because he was the genesis of all of this, like it, it just could have gone so differently if it wasn't him and he didn't feed me all the bullshit at the time that he was feeding me, like, I don't know, you know, you just don't know. And so because it was him and because everything that's sprung from that initial meetup, that initial breaking of that three and a half year celibacy, that's because of him. And he did do a good job and he was very invested in the outcome of that. And it, and it showed you know, he showed up, it showed up in his, the, what he planned for our first get together, every little detail, everything that he did. And then everything after that, for the time that we were together until things went shitty and I found out the truth, you know, but like, but that whole part there was pivotal. And I often think like, what if that would have been someone else? What if I would, it would have been, I don't know, somebody that ghosted me, somebody, you know, like literally you can plug, I could, put a different person in that scenario. Even people that I 
met along the way that I deeply loved. Like, what if, what if BE was the first person I met and it wasn't Titanic? I may have just gone straight on to another monogamous relationship and none of this would be what it is. So that's my point. Now, I'm, I'm sort of defending him before I tell this, this story. The Titanic has always sort of circled back from time to time. And boomerang, we call it a boomerang. <laughs> He's boomeranging. I don't call it boomerang. I just, I call it a retread or whatever. But I think the more, I think the more hip term is boomerang. So he boomerangs quite frequently with enough, and with enough frequency over time. Like it's intentional because he and I have not been together since the beginning of this. You know, we had our, we had our run, we had our stint. I mean, it might've been four months, three months, four months, something like that. And thank God. I mean, like literally he wanted to get a fuck pad. <laughs> he wanted to get a place with me <laughs> that where we could rendezvous and meet since I don't have guys to my house. And, you know, he was like, well, when I'm in the city, we could just get a fuck pad, you know? And again, this is before I knew like what was really going on with him in his life. Like, thank, I just have to thank God for some of the, or whoever, whomever you want to thank, whomever is watching out for me, you know, that, that like some of the stupid shit that I could have gotten involved in did not happen. Thank you. <laughs> Bad decisions. Hey, you're stuck in a year lease or a six month lease with Titanic. You know, the, the guy who's married and lying to you about it. Oh, fucker. Anyway, Titanic will continue to sort of reach out, reach out, reach out. And my answer to him is always no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Thank you. I could say it. I could say it as mean or as polite as I want. He does continue to circle back. So on this most recent circle back, boomerang, let's call it on this most recent boomerang. I, I just said, I mean, I, I actually, I finally sent him a voice memo and I just said, what, what are you doing? Like, what is this? Why do you, and, 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 and I, and I nailed it down though. I, I really did. I was like, let me just tell ya where my head's at. And I sent him a voice memo and I have the actual voice memo. It's in bonus content under the private podcast for what I said and sent to Titanic. So basically I was direct, but even more so direct. Now I'm always polite, but I am fucking direct. He then responds and says that he and his wife are separated. She's got a boyfriend. They're staying together for till the end of the year. No, for another year till their till their youngest is out up and out. That he's told her about me, and she said, "Knock yourself out." Uh, that that is a turn of events, right? So I said, "Well, you know," I was like, first of all, I'm totally I'm skeptical of everything that comes out of this motherfucker's mouth. Like you have to be like, you have to be, there's no other way to be with him. So I just sent my voicemail, shutting him down. And then he sends me that text and I just don't respond. I just don't respond. I'm like, no, I'm not fucking biting on this because this just can't, you, I can't trust this guy as far as I can throw him. But I did think, I mean, he kind of pulled that out. 
he pulled it out of his ass pretty fast and it sounded very detailed. So, you know, I thought, well, whatever, good for him. I mean, if, if he's, if, if, if he's made a decision and that's, that's it, then that's fine. But I still, it didn't matter because I'm a no, I'm still a no. You can't lie to me like that so grossly and so ugh, on such a massive level and think that I'm going to want to sign up for that at some point that I'm going to be like, oh, let me take that on. Like, oh, you just treat, you treat people in your life so well. Let me, let me be the recipient of all of that confusion and bullshit. So, <laughs> so I just didn't respond. And then I didn't hear from him. I thought, okay, well, maybe he's going away. A few weeks go by. Nope. Jumps back on. And now he wants to talk. So it's just like, fuck. Okay. I'm going to, I'm actually going to get on a call with him and nip this in the bud once and for all. So I do. Now, again, I'm just, I'm under the, I'm operating out of the premise. Like, well, I mean, I hope, I, I don't wish him ill will. Like, I hope he does get his shit together and his life together and, and finds happiness regardless, either way, right? It's not going to be with me, but either way, I don't want him to be unhappy. So <laughs> we get on the phone and <laughs> we're talking, da, 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 da. And then, we, and of course it comes up what I had said. And then he says, well, you know, yeah, I was really drunk and I lied. And I'm like, oh my God, literally he, that was a lie too. He's not, he's just trying he, because what went around with that message was, you know, meet me. I want to have dinner with you. Let's, I want to see you. And, and that's when I was like, no, and no. And here's why. And I, that's when I sent the voice memo. I was like, mm, let me, I, I've got to really lay this out and I can't type it. Let me be very clear, very direct and very succinct about what I'm trying to tell you. And then it comes and but I did, but uh, Guys, I believed what he said to be true because it came out so fast and so quick. And he's like over there. And I didn't know he was drunk because he's just texting. I didn't know he was drunk. And here's the thing. And I said to him, I go, so when he admitted he was lying, I go, so I'm sorry. Like when, when were you not lying? Were you not lying in the very beginning? Because the reason this story didn't hold water for me was in the beginning, you kind of, after I figured out what was going on. You kind of tried to spin the same story, but that was just bullshit and too late. And of course I didn't fall for it then. Like, I mean, it's just, oh my God. And this is a grown up man. And, and then he try, has the audacity to say, well, I'm just, I'm trying, I'm trying to be a good guy. You know, I'm like, you are as douchey as they come. This shit this is where my absolute zero tolerance policy for cheaters comes from. You can thank Titanic. <laughs> Anyhow, guys, let's put some money on this. Like, it's not going to be the last time I will get, he will reach out. This is what he does. He cycles up, he reaches out, and then he goes away. I find this behavior odd and weird and shocking, quite frankly. Like, I don't know what to make of it. I don't know why, I don't know why people will allow themselves to stay married when they just compulsively have to cheat, but they want the security. Uh, like, uh, I, I, it, does, it makes zero sense to me. Like I cannot make sense out of nonsense And this Titanic stuff has always been nonsensical, except again, we all need to say thank you, Titanic, because 
if it wasn't for him, I probably would not still be here. And I may have never done the podcast, literally. So I guess maybe his deception paid off. <laughs> the end justified the means. I don't know, but I do wish him well. And I hope he gets his shit together and just like grows up and starts seeing himself for like, really for who he is. Cause he doesn't, you know, be like, Oh, I know I'm so bad, but look, I'm doing better. It's like, no, you're just trying to say what, what you think I want to hear. And I can hear that in my, in his responses. And it's just, it's all about how can I get how can I manipulate you? That's really what it's about for him. And it, I always felt that. And that's why he and I were not destined to work out. I mean, aside from let's put the marriage thing aside. Of course, we're not destined to work out, Jesus. But I'm saying that just need to manipulate and try to control me any way you can, any way possible. And I, if you've listened back, I've said this before about him. He's, he will like, if he can't go through the front door, he tries to go through the window. And it's just, it's just my indication that it's not cute. It's not funny. It's not sexy. It's just, you actually do not respect my boundaries. You do not care about what I want and what I need, even out of a casual fucking relationship where you really don't have, I mean, like, this is so easy, so easy. Connect the fucking dots it's casual. Like you have, you have no obligation other than like when we're together, let's have fun. That seems pretty easy. But even that he had to try to fuck up and, and control and just get weird about. So oh, there's my Titanic update. Ah, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. I hope you're enjoying this episode. I'm so sad it has to end. Are you craving more content with me? Don't worry, I've got you covered. Go even deeper with me on my private podcast. You get four additional episodes a month published every Friday, revealing outtakes from my super private personal audio journal, things said after the show but when I'm still recording, the inside scoop on who's been naughty and who's been naughtier, bombshells I've kept to myself this whole entire time, things I can only talk about with a more intimate group of listeners, and additional surprise bonus content so hot it makes even me blush. So when you finish this episode and you're still craving more, please allow me to satiate you. Just head over to thecuriousgirldiaries.com and click on exclusive or click on the link in the show notes. All right, on with the show. Okay, stranger. Everybody wants to know about stranger. Well, so he, so he, I don't, I don't remember how much, again, I, this is the part I get confused. There's 
I have gotten in depth. I mean, I did some, I did a podcast from, I did a private podcast from his house when shit was going weird before I left. Like that is the place to like, again, that's like, that is my live when shit's going down and I just need to record and get something off my chest. Like in the moment, that's where all of that happens. And so after I left, when I left and he caught me, (laughs) caught me leaving, I'm like, oh my God, how fucking awkward. And I got out and had a, you know, and had actually, you know, like I said, a very nice conversation with him. I, he's a nice guy. I mean, I think I don't have, I'm not, there's nothing bad to say about him. It just, it just got a little sideways and weird, but I left and he, he did text me that next day. Wanted to make sure I got home. Okay. And everything, you know, he was checking on me. Cause he said, will you text me when I left? He said, will you text me when you get to your hotel? Which I had told him, I'm just going to, there's a, I'm just going local. I'm going to stay here local tonight in the hotel. And then I'll drive back in the morning. I didn't really have an intention of that. I just wanted to see how far I could drive. I was kind of quasi hoping like maybe I could make it home. It was late though. There's no way. And I'm glad I just, I eventually got so tired. I just had to pull over and, and uh, spend the night in a hotel and then get up in the morning and finish. But so he was good about, you know, and I, I was the one that said, yeah, I'll, you know, when I get there, I'll check in tonight. And I didn't because I was driving and then it was late when I got to the hotel. So he did check on me and that was nice. And then I didn't hear from him for about a week. And then, you know, he jumps back on there and, Hey, how are you? I, you know, can we, I, I still hope you want to like make plans and like go to Nashville and all that stuff. And I said, you know, yeah, Hey, I'm a, I'm a yes girl. I've I'm, I'm still up for it. And then we were supposed to talk, I think the following night and we yeah, didn't hear from him. So again, this is one of those things where I'm just like, it's in your ball is in your court. I, I am terrible, I guess not terrible, but I just have this thing where I'm like it, people that date me in the very beginning and interact with me and actually not even really in the very beginning, but especially for, you know, like when I'm interacting with men, which I always am most of the time, you have to be the one, you have to be the pursuer, the hunter, the chaser. I, I will not be following up with you, pushing this forward. I'm open. That is up, but that is up to you. You have to be the one that pushes this forward. Otherwise it will go nowhere. Cause I'm sort of testing and waiting to see what you do. And it's what I do isn't indicative of how much I like you or don't like you or want this to continue or not want this to continue. And I get that that can be confusing, but in the sex act guys, I expect the man to be the man. I'm sorry. I just, that's just how it is. I cannot, a leopard is not going to change its stripes like spots. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's a tiger on stripes. Pardon me. A leopard is not going to change its spots. This is my way of doing things. Is that possibly intentionally hurtful? Do I, you know, miss out on some opportunities or some people? Maybe, maybe I do. But oh, in the big picture, this is my way of getting people to self-eliminate. And when you're talking to people, a lot of people at once, like this is what has to be done. And you need to have a way to kind of separate the wheat from the chaff. And this is like one of my ways, like just, I don't announce that. I don't tell guys that, but you know what you, if you're not pursuing me, it will not happen point blank. I don't care. And I'm, I'm, I sleep just fine with that decision because 
I need to, I love men. I like men that are decisive. I like men that can formulate, formulate what they want, be clear on it and then know how to take action and go after it and get it. And I reward such behavior profusely. <laughs> I love it. It turns me on. It makes me way more sexual with you, like way more. Oh my God doesn't matter if I'm the dominant or the submissive, like I am fucking turned on by you. So that will come across in how, whatever, whatever way our dynamic is laid out, it will be apparent, but you've got to outside of the bedroom as the man, you have to do the heavy lifting. You have to chase me. You have to pursue me constantly, or it's just not going to happen. And like I said, that's not, it's not a me saying, Oh, I'm right about this. It's just how I'm wired. And so I just need somebody that can at least do that level of stuff for me and with me, and then we'll be good. Yeah. So that's the, that's that update. Let's see what else, what else do we have here? Oh, that's the stranger update. So again, you know, he didn't call. I don't know. Like I said, at this point, who knows? I totally would like to see him again. I absolutely would. I think, I think he and I could have a lot of fun and I would hate to miss out on all that. But again, I, I'm not going to be the one to push it forward. It just, it has to come from the male side. It has to. My female, my vagina does not lubricate. If, if the guy is not being the guy, like that's what does it for me. Like when I say all of this masculine energy and men being men and traditional gender roles and all of that, like I fucking do. I really, really do. It is for me. That is for me. And that's what makes me super sexual and super turned on and just gets me like hot, very hot. Now, speaking of someone who gets me hot... That would be Nico. Oh my God. Okay. Next Tuesday is the Nico story. I'm not going to talk about that because it needs its own episode. It's so fucking hot and there's so much detail, but I will say that he had, he just recently had a birthday and we did just a quick little FaceTime for his birthday because he needed an orgasm. He wanted an orgasm and I was feeling kind of generous. And so for his birthday, I let him ruin an orgasm because I couldn't actually do it in person, but I did let him ruin his orgasm. And that was so hot and so delicious. And just, oh my God, his, his cock is just, no, my cock. Sorry. Excuse me. That was a completely misspoken right there. My cock is gorgeous and hot and perfect in every way. It's the perfect size. It's the perfect shape. It's super sensitive. It's amazing. I love playing with it. I love touching with it. I love teasing it. I love everything I get to do with it. Caging it, pinwheeling it, teasing it, watching it just swell to painful proportions. Watching the guy that's attached to my cock writhe with passion <laughs> and beg the begging, the begging, the begging is so sublime. Oh my God. The begging, 
I'm not quite sure. There, there's, there's not many. I mean, it's high up on there on the aphrodisiac scale. The this just the moaning and the groaning and the begging. And if you've and if if you've never had somebody beg you from the bottom of their soul and being for release and to come, if you've never experienced the power in that, oh my God, you are missing out. Trust me. It is, it is something even for somebody who is inherently submissive like me. It's, it's just another way of being in this something that's consensual and fucking sexy as hell. And everybody knows kind of what they're supposed to be doing. And, oh my God. Yeah. Everybody, you've got to experience this. I don't care how you label yourself. You need to know what it feels like to have the power of someone else's orgasms gifted to you. It's really an unbelievable thing. So his birthday present was a ruined orgasm. And I made him FaceTime me and he was just like, get himself all ready. He's all shaped up. He's all like, everything's perfect and smooth. And he's FaceTiming me and I'm making his play with his butt plug and stimulate his ass. And I'm telling telling him exactly how to move it and where to put it and what to do with it. And just like trying to pull out of him like, oh, you know, the feedback for how it's feeling and what he wants. And then, and then I, and then he's asking me if he can come and he wants to come so bad. And I finally, am just like, well, you can ruin an orgasm. And so while we're FaceTiming, I set my timer and I tell him, you've got 10 seconds. I finally, I get him all build up. I let him tease himself. I'm like, do this, stroke it like that, touch it like this. And then I set the timer and I'm like 10 seconds. And literally you guys, it was six and a half, seven seconds. And he's having this full blown, massive orgasm all over his chest. And the volume of cum is like so fucking hot. So unbelievable. Unfucking believable. I, I mean, there aren't even words. I'm I'm like you I've got the pictures. I mean, so much it's like pulling on the top of his chest all the way down to his belly button and then pouring over the sides. That is how much cum is coming out of this guy. Like saying he's a heavy comer is a bit of an understatement. And I love seeing how much I really do. I love seeing just how much comes out of him by comparison because I know it comes out in just average, normal guys. This is a lot. And I, I like seeing that because of course I'm as this dominant, I am watching, I'm inspecting, I'm making sure that he's not breaking the rules. And what I see that comes out is a good indicator of what a man is doing when I'm not around. So I like knowing and seeing that he's been a good boy. I don't just have to take his word for it because, you know, I'm a, I'm a trust, but verify kind of girl. As you guys know from the Titanic story, like that guy taught me more than just, he taught me a lot, a lot of little life lessons in there. Thank you, Titanic. Thanks for the lesson. Anyway, so I am the come load inspector. Like I love to see a good, healthy load. 
Even when it's in the condom, I'm like, show me the condom. I want to see what's in there. <laughs> it's kind of weird, but I do like it. I do like to see like, I did that. That's my handiwork right there. Look at all that. It's an ego thing, I guess, but it's, I find it very fascinating too. I find it just super fascinating. Guys that I could look at a load and be like, that guy masturbates a lot, like a lot. And then I can tell if you don't, how, how much are you getting off? Like your cum, it's like reading your tea leaves. I'm reading your cum leaves. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's an interesting concept right there. I think I could do a whole episode about that. Like the different kinds of cum I've seen, whether it's really watery or whether it's clumpy and thicker, the way it tastes. Yeah, it's all good stuff. All right, you guys. Well, there's my updates. Stay tuned. Next week, I'm going to, I've got to tell you this story about Nico. Oh my God. Let's see. What can I tell you about that without giving away too much? Well, something that, I mean, literally he did something that showed me how turned on he is by me. And I'm not just talking about like a small little gesture. He did something that I still to this day, I'm like, how did you do that? Unbelievable. In the moment when it happened, we were both like, no fucking way. Like no fucking way that just happened. We were both blown away and it was him. And it, and it, and it's, it has to do with his level of arousal. And so, you know, again, I'm like, damn, I am just fucking good. Like I can turn a guy on like nobody's business. Like get me in a room with you naked. You're done. You're toast. You're mine. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, everyone stay. This is a longer than normal Tuesday episode. Usually I keep it to about a half an hour. I hope you guys all made it through. I love you guys so much. Uh, as usual, please reach out to me anytime you feel like it. Do you have a thought, question, a comment? You just want to say hello. I would love to hear from you. And it's so, so easy to do. You just go to thecuriousgirldiaries.com, click on the pink tab on the right-hand side on the homepage or actually any page on the website. And you can leave me a voicemail. You have five minutes. Let it rip, guys. I get back to each and every one of you personally. It takes a lot of time. I spend, I've, I've, literally just reorganized my schedule to accommodate the level, the volume of voicemails I'm getting. And I love it. I absolutely love it. I wouldn't have it any other way. So, so, uh, go there. Like I said, whatever you want to talk about, it's just a fun way that we can kind of get to know each other. You can get to know me a little bit differently and I can get to know you a little differently because it's one-on-one -on -one, and we can spark some really fun, cool conversations. All right, everyone, stay happy, stay healthy, stay safe. Love you guys. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you hear, refer me to a friend. And make sure you're following me on social media. Also, go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com, and join my subscribers-only list for access to exclusive content. And as usual, questions or comments, you can always email me at curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com.
Mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. <laughs> 